0: Creating the Prospect the podcast, I started to realize that while I'm vastly interested in tracking the rise of Wemby and seeing what happens to a player that has already been anointed, the premise of the Prospect keeps bringing up memories of all my basketball experiences and knowledge, and also the ability to track stories that are adjacent to the Wemby journey that cross over into my thinking about the modern day NBA. In the creation of this episode and thinking about Wemby, my memories took me to another touted prospect who had a unique journey, and that is superstar Allen Iverson. While I was thinking about Iverson and how great he was this past week, news broke that shifted my thinking in a totally different way.
1: Hours after the Grizzlies basketball game, Morant was seen on his personal Instagram inside of a club holding what appears to be a gun in his hand while listening to music. The post comes at a time where Morant is facing heavy scrutiny for a string of off the court incidents. Regarding this latest incident, the Grizzlies announced that Morant will be away from the team for at least two games following the controversial Instagram post.
0: Over the past year, it was obvious that Ja Morant was on track to become the NBA's new superstar story. In this coming April of 2023, Nike will release Ja Morant's first signature sneaker called the Ja One, which is only the 23rd signature shoe by Nike in its history. Ja was stepping into rarefied air, to say the least. On the court, Jaws electrifying. He's reminiscent of Allen Iverson in his fearless style, an explosive bursts to the rim, sacrificing his body and gaining millions of young fans. At the start of the season, I listened to many of Bill Simmons' Ringer podcasts, where they were almost giddy with the expectations and promise of Jaws' team, the Memphis Grizzlies. And thus far throughout the season, They've stayed atop the standings until Ja finds himself on a live video from what looks like a strip club waving a pistol. This video and story is sure to become fodder for the NBA media hive over the next month or so, but watching ABC's NBA countdown on Friday Night Live, no one will come close to analyzing this better then former college and NBA star Jalen Rose, and his colleague, and my favorite journalist, Mike Wilbon.
2: I am John Moran. Like, you guys have got a chance to see me grow up for public consumption since 1991. And I've been involved in drug raids. I've survived assassination attempts. I've been that undisciplined young person that was trying to figure out how to be famous, how to be successful, and how to change the dynamics of my family. The one thing that young people have to understand, and in John Morant's case, when you first get drafted, you go from being a member of the family, a member of the crew, to being the leader, to being the breadwinner. And first and foremost, I hear a lot of people talking about like his family and his crew, When you're the leader, it's on you because you end up searching that lifestyle. You end up wanting to be down. And what I had to learn is that people come into your life for four reasons. To add, subtract, multiply, or divide.
0: Jalen's words, I am Ja Morant, are powerful for many reasons. One is, I can remember Jalen playing basketball at Michigan as a member of the Fab Five. The black socks, black sneakers. The sheer cool factor of Jalen was after watching him that I too wore the black socks, the black shoes. I tried to find a pair of baggy Michigan basketball shorts to no avail. Jalen, in his great analysis, which was moving and poignant, he just missed one thing, and that in his time, there was no social media, no Twitter hive, no NBA podcasts, where the messaging and the over-analyzing of everything drives corporations and organizations to hand down swift justice that at times is based on the message of the Twitter and social media mobs. Now, let's be clear, man. If Ja was at the strip club, if he does carry a gun, which oddly enough in Tennessee is legal, he damn sure should not be posting that shit on live. But let's not make this reductive. Let's get back to some of the more powerful messaging that is going on around this story. And what most interests me is when the stories of the NBA or its players cross over into more important territory conversations that tie into societal issues and woes
2: he has way too much to lose trust me i've been that young player carrying a gun and will bond alluded to this when you start waving it that could get you killed that that ain't that's that's a, that's an entirely different thing than we're talking about a superstar athlete should be putting themselves in position and as Stephen a mentioned. That's him on the video, on his IG Live. Ain't nobody coaxing him. Ain't nobody got a, 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 ain't nobody egging him on to do that. That's a personal choice. And a lot of times, guys, as I mentioned, fame can be a drug. And I don't know what type of pain that he deals with and type of anxiety that he has, or what types of substances that he may be using. And I'm glad in this statement that he
0: owned that I need to make changes for me. Why this story crosses over is a few key points. We all know right now inside areas of Memphis, where Ja plays, or on the south side of Chicago, or parts of LA, the Bronx, Jacksonville, gun violence and wanton violence and killing of young men and women is out of control. And look no further than the senseless murder of young hip hop stars at the hands of guns. And the brutal imagery of Ja holding a gun could give someone license to make a name for themselves, or clout. On the south and west sides of Chicago, it's now commonplace for shooters inside gangs to wave firearms, brag about kills, and also post on social media arsenals fit for wartime. Again, a form of clout and boasting. It's very easy to see inside any story or documentary in these worlds. And now the NBA's biggest star, flashing a firearm, has to be cause for alarm from the officials inside the Memphis Grizzlies, NBA, Nike, and possibly the Memphis Police Department, which right now has enough of its own problems.
2: Because as the leader, as the breadwinner, you control the environment. The people that are around you, you select. And a lot of times, unfortunately, and Will Bond alluded to this also, when we start to get fame, when we start to get money, then we try to feel like we keeping it real. Like we trying to be down now. We trying to be tough now. We trying to be hard now. But you made it. And once you make it, your job is to uplift, to enlighten. And I'm glad this actually happened at this point of his life. He's a 23-year-old young man, nobody got arrested, nobody got injured, and I'm hearing too many stories about pistols, okay? Allegedly with the 17-year-old kid, allegedly with the Indiana Pacer staff. Last night on IG Live, I saw the video like you guys did, brandishing the gun. The next step to that is now recovery. And I believe that he's on that path. I'm happy that he's on that path. He's gonna return, and he's gonna be a better person. And because of all of this taking place, he's now gonna be able to live his full potential.
0: Now, Jalen ended this on a positive note, which he should. For Ja, maybe this is the final straw or event. Before, like Jalen said, someone got hurt, there was an arrest, or there were consequences that he couldn't come back from. Now, the interesting question posed in all of this as the story unfolds is what will Nike do with the imminent release of Josh Hsu? Surely to be a hot commodity across playgrounds and gyms here and abroad. Kyrie Irving was recently dropped by Nike surrounding his comments. And obviously, we all know Kanye's situation and what he said to lose his Adidas contract. Now let's play devil's advocate here. If you're Nike, should you allow in this day and age an NBA superstar to wave a gun around a club and still make millions from his sneakers? Post George Floyd and the national awakening around police violence and a push to change our criminal justice system and gun laws. The younger generation superstar is not only waving a pistol He's been involved in a number of incidents lately with the accusations that guns were also involved. They include, last summer, the head of security at a Memphis mall told police that Morant threatened him during an altercation in the parking lot, leaving him alarmed enough that he filed a police report. Four days later, Morant repeatedly punched a teenage boy in the head during a pickup basketball game at Morant's house. Morant and his friend struck the 17-year-old so hard, they knocked him to the ground and left him with a large knot on the side of his head. And lastly, members of Morant's entourage confronted members of the Indiana Pacers near the team's bus. After Morant got into an SUV, a red laser was trained at members of the team from inside the car, prompting a member of the Pacers security team to say, it's a hundred percent a gun.
1: The NBA scriptwriter's definitely been working overtime this past week because oh my god it seems like the NBA right now just keep churning out headlines because did you guys see what John Morant and his boys are being accused of? cuz I mean if you guys can't read it right here John Morant and his associates are, are accused of aggressively confronting members of the Pacers by their team bus allegedly pointing a gun at the Indiana Pacers what like no way that my boy Ja YSL Morant would do something like this I mean him and his boys if this is true and if this is really still being investigated these guys is moving like they are Suge Knight and Death Row back in the 90's because there is just no way that somebody in their right mind on Ja Morant's team would actually think to do this
0: I was also lucky to catch Mike Wilbon live on NBA Countdown And again, Wilbon is hands down becoming my favorite sports journalist. Here is his impassioned questioning.
3: When you see these stories, and we started hearing about this in the Washington Post a while ago, and then what happened overnight, you're thinking, okay, what in the world is the plan here? Whether it's him, his boys, I don't know his associates, the people close to him, close to him with the team. What's your plan? Do you, is this your plan? You think this is going to accomplish something. You've got a team, no team ever wins with this. Don't equate this to something like, oh, the bad boy pisses, no. That was on the court, almost theater. This is real life. First of all, if you are brandishing a gun, that can get you killed. Do we need to get more serious than that? So whoever's around him, what is is your plan? What are you doing? You can't turn on TV for a half an hour without seeing Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley and Steph Curry and LeBron James, the faces of the league over a 40-year period among them, not to even mention Michael Jordan. Do you know what's at stake? Do you know the tens, hundreds of millions of dollars that are available to you and the opportunities available to you if you are the face of the league in good standing? Do you not see that? Do the people around you not see that?
0: This is a story that probably won't go away, but again, it gives us another interesting litmus test to the NBA that Wemby will enter, and the pressures, the bigger societal meaning behind becoming the next NBA superstar, and the laser-like microscope Wemby will come under as he again takes his journey to become another billion dollar athlete. It's part scary, it's part exciting, and it gets to storylines that are much bigger than the NBA and sports.